0: Hi everyone, I'm Holly Daly, your newest Director of the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate and welcome to Family Voices. I am honored to be co-hosting our podcast today with the Vice President of the Non-Commissioned Officer and Soldier Programs Directorate at the Association of the United States Army, the 15th Sergeant Major of the Army, Dan Daly. Together, both AUSA Directorates focus on the topics that are relevant to our soldiers and their families, serving the regular Army, Army National Guard, and the Army Reserve. Welcome, SMA Daily, and thank you for co-hosting today's podcast with me.
1: Well,
2: Holly, thanks for having the Soldier Today team on the podcast with Family Voices, and we always look forward to an opportunity to help other people get as good as we are at what we do.
0: <laughs> thank you, SMA. Family Voices is excited to join together with Soldier Today. Our topic of discussion today is our AUSA Pikes Peak Chapter, located in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and their initiatives and best practices in supporting and connecting to our soldiers and families. AUSA's 122 chapters in nine regions worldwide are primarily made up of volunteer members seeking to go the extra mile for our soldiers and families. They all have the passion and understanding of the importance of supporting the needs and interests of our soldiers, civilians, retirees, and families. This is done through a variety of ways, such as hosting and contributing to soldier and family readiness groups, through ceremonies, golf tournaments, and holiday events, just to name a few. Additionally, they offer opportunities for educational training, scholarships, grants, and so much more. Through each chapter's unique tailoring of their programs and events, they strengthen the ties within our military and local communities and improve the lives of our soldiers and families. The Pikes Peak Chapter is the epitome of doing just that. To share with us their thriving initiatives at the AUSA Pikes Peak Chapter, we are happy to host our guest today, Sergeant Major Retired Scott Leling, the Chapter President, and Marissa Bellotto, Vice President of Family Programs. Welcome, Sergeant Major Leling and Marissa. We are so excited you could
1: join us today. Thank you so much for having us. Pretty excited to share all the great things we got going on.
3: Yeah, thank you, Holly and SMA Daily. This is a great opportunity to let AUSA National know exactly what Pike Speak Chapter is doing, although we have several cars out there. You can never get enough, and we are extremely excited to talk with you today and kind of go over some of the things that are working for us, and hopefully it'll benefit others that are listening to this podcast. So thank you very much.
2: Scott and Marissa, thanks for joining us here on Army Matters Podcast Series with us co-hosting today between Soldier Today and Family Voices. I know our listeners are looking forward to hearing the insightful things that you're doing in the Greater Colorado Springs area. So lots to cover. So Holly, why don't
0: we jump right in? Okay, great. Thanks, SMA. To get started, Sergeant Major Leling and Marissa, would you mind allowing our listeners to learn a little bit more about yourselves? Let's start with Sergeant Major Leeling.
3: Yeah, excellent. Thank you, Holly. I am a retired Army sergeant major. I did 25 years active duty. Retired here in Colorado Springs. I joined the Army in 1988 as a Hawk missile crew member and then transferred over to recruiting and career counseling and enjoyed every minute of the time that I was in the Army. Got to spend a couple of times over in Iraq, Europe, Korea, all over the place. Now that I'm retired here with my wife and my daughters, I work for an organization called Cross Country Mortgage, and we love being here in Colorado Springs. There's so much to do. The community around here is probably the best community when it comes to soldier and family support, so I enjoy every bit of it. And Marissa, how about you? What's your story? What can you tell us about yourself?
1: Hi, thank you guys for having us. So, as you know, my name is Marissa Bilotto, and I am the VP of Family Programs for the Pikes Peak Chapter of AUSA. It's an honor to talk about my journey because I actually started with AUSA back in 2012 when we were at Fort Bragg, and we were the Fort Bragg Family of the Year and the first runner-up Association of the United States Army Volunteer Family of the Year. And then from that point on, we just kind of ventured over to Fort Benning and then got to enjoy some great time at Fort Benning, watch some of the drill instructors and get to know more about AUSA. And now we have landed here at Fort Carson, and it's an honor to be a part of Pike Peak AUSA as one of the VPs here with family programs and supporting our troops and families. And so it's absolutely amazing. I have two children, a soon-to-be senior in high school and a sixth grader in middle school. And we are currently... Stationed here at Fort Carson, and so it's going to be exciting, and I'm looking forward to what's ahead.
0: Well, thank you, Marissa. Thanks for sharing your journey. You mentioned that you first started your connection with AUSA back in 2012. So, can I ask, when you got to Colorado, could you kindly tell us why you wanted to go back and reconnect and be part of the AUSA chapter?
1: When we started the journey with AUSA back at Fort Bragg, it was actually kind of interesting. My husband at the time was going from field artillery to reclassing aviation, and we did a whole TDY en route, but we weren't checked into the installation of Fort Bragg, and so I couldn't get ourselves registered on post. We couldn't get paid housing. We couldn't get into the medical system. There was a lot of issues with transferring and pay and coming from overseas, from OCONUS to CONUS. And one of the things was that everybody kept saying, reach out to your local USA chapter, reach out to your family readiness group leaders. You know, at the time, we had something called the Family Readiness Service Assistant, who would guide families as they were incoming. But unfortunately, in our situation, we weren't incoming for another nine months. So we kind of were left in this weird limbo. I ran around Fort Bragg, and they probably still remember me leaving Post-it notes on every person's door that said, Prista. And I was like, help, I'm here. My husband is reclassing. We just arrived from Hawaii. What can I do? I want to get involved. I need volunteer, but I also need help because I didn't know what to do. I was a very young military spouse and I just had another baby and we kind of were lost in the shuffle. And somebody reached out to us and it just happened to be a connection with Family Readiness for Braxton Bragg AUSA and said, hey, come over here. Let's guide you. Let's connect you to the units. Let's show you where everything is on the base. And even though We still had issues moving forward with moving and trying to get medical while we were there. AUSA picked up that support that I just fell in love with. And as we got ready to move and we saw other families going through the same situations, it was like, look, people always told us don't ask for help. Be afraid of the change. And I learned that it was quite the opposite. The chain of command has always been in my favor and has always been there to help us. So it's been great to follow this and continue that guidance from when somebody helped me so that I could turn around and help somebody else the exact same way I received that service through AUSA.
2: Well, Marissa, thanks for sharing that. Scott, over to you now. You are the president, as you mentioned, of the Pikes Peak chapter. How would you get involved? And could you tell our listeners, especially those in the greater Colorado Springs area, what do you do? as the chapter president and as a chapter,
3: and a little bit about your mission and history. So when I retired in 2013, like I mentioned earlier, this community is absolutely fantastic about supporting our soldiers and our families. And for that matter, even the Air Force with all the Air Force bases here as well. And I had that urge to give back So I immediately found the chapter, got involved with them. And at the time I was a member at large and then became the vice president of the scholarships program. And then our president, Doug Harris, was getting ready to term out. Basically, he had actually extended, I think he did it for like four years, maybe five years as the president. And then I decided I wanted to become more involved in that aspect. So I put my name in the hat to become the president of this great chapter here in Colorado Springs. And from there, I mean, it's just been fantastic. We are a motivated, dedicated organization that is here to support our soldiers and their families with every ounce of our will that we can. And I'm surrounded by excellence. That's the bottom line. I mean, as the president, I really don't have to do a lot. We've got individuals like Marissa, Yvonne. You know, if you were to ask Doug Harris, our previous president, it was basically a coup to take over from the Pikes Peak Sergeant Majors Association. It's really a great organization. Like I said, I don't have to do a lot. We have so many programs in place that the activity comes to us. It's enjoyable. We have to attend our meetings, which we are excited to do. We come together even through COVID. You know, we're meeting in person as we could, but in the meantime, we are doing our go-to meetings and Zoom and every other aspect that we can stay connected. And obviously the phone lines, we're always burning up our text messages back and forth and calling one another and saying, hey, I got this soldier needs help. It's a great organization to be part of and giving back to the local community here in Colorado Springs. Scott, that's a
2: great segue to my next question. You mentioned the community. I know you do a lot for the community, not just for the soldiers and their families, but the community too. But how important is the community to your chapter in your mission to support soldiers and families?
3: Oh, it's enormous. And it continues to grow. You know, we're growing our community partnerships, and they don't just sign up to be part of the chapter. They sign up to be a benefit to the chapter and to help us, whether it's mentorship or sponsorship with a golf tournament or raising funds to provide for some of our children come Christmas time, which I'm sure we're going to talk a bit more about that in detail. It's a fantastic community. There's an organization here called Mount Carmel, which I know you're aware of, Sergeant Major. It's a transition services, everything from behavioral health to job placement to religious services. They do all kinds of stuff. And again, the community just wraps their arms around us and helps us in any way that we need. It's a simple. Pick up the phone, shoot an email, and we get immediate responses. So, yeah, this community is huge to us, and we support them, and they support us, and we're so appreciative of the Colorado Springs community.
2: Well, we appreciate all that you and the chapter do out there in that greater Colorado Springs community. And I was wondering if you could share just a couple of things that your community partners have helped you accomplish in the last few months, and especially during COVID, to help our soldiers and their families on Fort Carson.
3: So there was a huge need for toys for families and their children. And Operation Santa Claus here on Fort Carson is a warehouse that provides toys to the families, games, et cetera. But one of the big needs was bicycles this year. So we reached out to our community partners, said, we need some bicycles donated. Can anybody help us? Well, believe it or not, we had 30 bicycles donated to us. I think 32, actually, that we were able to give to the soldiers and their families. And it was an enormous help. The amount of money that we gave was almost $5,000 to Santa's workshop this year through the generosity of our community partners and our members. So that's just one simple little thing. The second piece that I'd like to mention is when we say Pikes Peak Chapter AUSA and Pikes Peak Chapter Sergeant Majors Association, those are synonymous. And what I mean by that is if the Sergeant Majors Association is doing something, so is AUSA at the same time supporting the exact same event. We work hand in hand together and it makes things really run smoothly. And with that being said, this year was our 10th annual golf tournament for the Sard Majors Association. And we raised over $9,000 that we're going to be able to utilize to give needy schools in the community some valuable money that they can utilize to support their students through this upcoming year. And that again was donations through our community partners and various members in the community. So it's fantastic support.
0: Well, Sergeant Major, I know that simple little thing that you mentioned made a huge impact. So we were grateful for what you were doing there with Fort Carson. So, Marissa, question to you. The pandemic affected the way services were delivered or available to everyone, including our military families. Would you mind sharing with our listeners the creativeness you took to continue providing those services to help our families throughout these challenging times with COVID-19?
1: We definitely had to find innovative ways to collaborate with our community resources, We noticed that it wasn't just our military families that were affected by COVID, but also the people that used to be our community supporters, you know, the civilians out in our community that were always providing to our military families in need. One of the things that we did was we teamed up with one of our newest community partners, which was the Salvation Army Fountain Valley Corps that's here right outside of Fort Carson. And one of the things that they did was they kind of schooled us on all things support. You know, we were lucky enough to be able to reach out to Mount Carmel. We were lucky enough to reach out to local VFWs and American Legions. But there were entities that we just needed to be able to support. ACS was still operating, but everybody was learning how to operate at home. So nobody could go in person. And we had families that were being kind of tossed in the limbo of COVID. And so we took resources that ACS had. And because they couldn't be in person, Salvation Army opened their doors to us. And within, I would say, a matter of 30 days or less, we had a food bank up and running where we were doing a distribution every Monday for about 100 to 150 families, military families solely. And then the Salvation Army was continuing to feed the community itself, so civilians, veterans, families that we weren't aware that needed help. So we jumped on board with all of our volunteers and said, what is it that we could help you do? Slowly as other things were closing within the base, sadly, we were hit with a lot of mental health issues. And we had to quickly reach out to those resources in the area and figure out how do we help support the family when you can't have family traveling, you couldn't get flights, Financial needs were in there. Child care was needed. Our community literally banded together, and we became online educators. We became physical education teachers. We became the go-to for mortgage assistance. The Salvation Army has a great program that was provided where there were military families that we were paying mortgages from anywhere from two months to four months of coverage because these families were losing income. We had spouses that had to quit jobs, either because the job didn't exist anymore or children had to be homeschooling. We were running into situations where families only had one car, and usually you have a schedule and you have a work schedule, and that all changed. We became essential, so even though we weren't paid by Salvation Army or any other entity, we were working here with the Salvation Army up to 40 and 50 hours a week, just anything that was needed. If a service member needed internet and didn't have internet at his home, they would come here into the Salvation Army and load up their online school or bring their kids and help them do online schooling until the district could come up with a solution for those that didn't have internet access at their home. And those struggles were real. They're absolutely real. And we saw the good, the bad, and the ugly of what COVID brought in. So the community has just been absolutely amazing in Colorado. And we hit tenfold to give back any way we could because they had always been there for us. Wow. Thank you for enlightening us on everything that
0: you did and how critical the partnerships are there in the community. I also wanted to ask you about the AOSA Pikes Peak Chapter, also partnered with Operation Homefront and the American Legion, I believe, for a back-to-school campaign. Do you mind telling us a little bit about that campaign and what you guys did?
1: So during COVID, we had a lot of restrictions. There were a lot of questions on whether or not we were going to be able to do an event in person, so we were having to mandate all of the COVID restrictions and guidelines. And the one thing that we learned was that the American Legion locally here outside of Thompson and Salvation Army and Operation Homefront, they all had their own back-to-school programs that they ran. The problem with some of those programs were that each one had to be held in their own criteria, and so they reached out to us and said, look, we have a series of donators, we have a series of stores. If you're willing to pick up these school supplies that have been donated, you guys can utilize them for your military families. And so American Legion reached out and said, hey, we are a private entity. We have our own facility. We can do an in-person event. Would you like to do an in-person back-to-school drive? And I would say within about 14 days, we put an entire event together with the help of Operation Homefront providing us Dollar Tree toys and donations, with the help of Salvation Army providing us meal support and additional school supply donations for that event. And then we had other donators that had heard, like AUSA, which was part of our Pike Street chapter in Mount Carmel, had heard, hey, they're putting this in-person event together. How can we help? And so we went from only being able to support five military children to well over 300 to 500 military children that were in need. And then there was enough support left over that we were able to reach out to some of those local elementary schools that were in what we call Title I districts that were low income. And we were able to provide items privately to those schools that weren't designated for the military we were able to actually give forward all the extras that we had received with permission from the donators and sponsors. It was absolutely amazing and you could see the faces, the moms, you can see the tears and even us as volunteers and sponsors, we all had tears in our eyes because we had no idea what we were going into and how serious it was going to get. And this was probably one of the very last in-person events that we were able to do and it was a huge benefit to both our military families and our civilian families all together.
0: Wow, how amazing That is such a great best practice of how coming together can affect and help our military families, especially our children. So as we are transitioning through COVID and services are starting to open back up, Marissa, do you see these creative new ways to support our families staying
1: around? I do. I really do. We created programs that we hope can continue to move forward, almost like not to say a protocol, but something that we can pass on throughout the years, because now we know should something like this happen, we need to have something in place. So we have decided to continue the services that we have now that operated through COVID in the same manner as if COVID didn't exist, because it will eliminate all of the middleman and we don't have to go back and reinvent it since we've already done it. Salvation Army gave us a place to be able to operate Operation Deploy Your Now military families will be able to come to a location that will have a satellite office for family readiness programs where we have the support of workers from ACS, the support of Mount Carmel, the support of when the USO does their military style coffee connections where we can jump in and provide opportunities of support there same with Operation Homefront. You know, we may not have a big facility, but we have volunteers that we can help provide to pick up the needs for them because, you know, everybody's hurting. everybody's recuperating from one of the most drastic fears that we've seen ever in history. And so that is something getting to work alongside with Pike Teague's executive leadership committees and supporters like Yvonne our Army Sauce of the Year, because she sees things too, that our president sees things, and they've been around long enough to know this has to remain like this is real we still have service members who can't put food on their table we have service members who can't pay their mortgages and it's not at any fault of command it's not fault of ACS We're playing catch-up for a year that we have been held behind, and so we just want to make sure that moving forward, these families understand we are not going anywhere, and if we don't have something, we're going to find somebody who can help us get whatever that resource is that you may need as a military family or as a service member. We are always going to be here to do whatever we can to provide an outlet for support.
2: Well, it's great to hear all the work you've done behind the scenes during COVID and out front tackling the issues and problems for our families, I know that the community is very thankful. Scott, sounds like you've all been busy, and the chapter has done an incredible amount of work and really put help right at the source. And that's what's most important. So what's next?
3: It's limitless. As Marissa said, we are going 100 miles an hour, and it's a good thing. We look for opportunities to get out there and tell people about our great organization and support them. Some of the things that we continue to do is we support the NCO and Soldier of the Year on Fort Carson. We have a fantastic relationship with both the division leadership and the garrison leadership. So we continue to build that relationship and foster opportunities. One of the things we're working right now is in the summertime, it gets kind of hot here in Colorado. Probably not as hot as a lot of other places, but when you hit 85, 90 degrees out here, that's saying something. So right now, there's a need for some air conditioners and some units that have broken and they need to have them repaired. So we're partnering again with our great community partners to find approximately 20 portable air conditioners that we can provide to Fort Carson, and they can set them in the homes that need them, be able to move them to the next house as necessary. So that's one of the things that we're going to continue to keep our eyes on the horizon of what's needed on Fort Carson and the surrounding community. We're going to try to create a spouse's briefing off post. We attend the newcomers briefing on base, but that's with just the soldiers. We want to be able to get the information out to the spouses as well. So we're going to create a spouses briefing off post, probably with the Salvation Army, as they have several different classrooms we can utilize. So that's something we're looking forward to getting started. And just, again, being available to anybody that needs us. We're here to support. So a lot of things going on, and we're ready for the fight.
2: Well, I know that you are. I know our listeners are wondering because you hear about and just probably some of the things that you've done. We obviously don't have time to talk about all of them. But for our listeners out there, especially in the Colorado Springs community, how does a soldier, a family member, or a community partner who wants to
3: be part of this get involved? Well, there's several ways. I mean, we have a Facebook page out there that they get on. We have a website. If they look up Pikes Peak Chapter AUSA, if they Google it, they'll find all of our information. Marissa, Yvonne, or like I said, we have a satellite office there at the Salvation Army in Fountain, and they're always there ready to help. And then again, during our newcomers briefing, we provide information to the incoming soldiers so that they can have the opportunity to join us as well. The problem with AUSA is getting the word out. Today, I was at the newcomers briefing, and I had about 115 soldiers in front of me, and you ask them, hey, who's part of AUSA or even know about it? And it's shocking to see the number of soldiers that have no clue what AUSA is. So it's all about branding, talking to the individuals, just having this conversation with a group of them, you know, talk about where they're from, what they're doing how can we help you? And then just being relaxed and hearing what they have to say means the world to them. And then that just opens another door for them, another opportunity to get out and be part of something to give back. And that's kind of how we preach it and push it out to everybody. And yeah, we're growing. I mean, we just did 32 new memberships two weeks ago and we continue to grow. I know Marissa's got an individual that wants to become a lifetime member and a lot of opportunities.
2: Well, you mentioned membership, and we always say to AUSA, membership matters. And that's a great segue to my next question is, how do I become a member? How do I become part of the Pikes Peak team?
3: Well, you can Google Pikes Peak AUSA and find all of our information, our Facebook, our website, our Twitter. We have all the technology out there, we'll say. Matter of fact, Marissa and Yvonne are probably the best at it, and they will respond to any comment that comes in. You can email me. You can call me. My email is scott.leeling at gmail.com. My phone number is 719-963-9760. And I will talk to anybody about becoming a member of the Pikes Peak Chapter AUSA.
2: Well, I appreciate that, Scott. And that's pretty bold of you to put your cell phone number out there to what is probably going to be millions of listeners here very shortly as we release this podcast. But just for our listeners out there too, you can also visit AUSA.org. And even though you're in the Pikes Peak area and you sign up through AUSA.org, we will get you assigned to the Pikes Peak chapter. Well, Sergeant Major Leeling, Marissa, it was a pleasure to have. And I know that We could talk all day about the things that you and the Pikes Peak chapter are doing in the greater Colorado Springs area. But unfortunately, our time is coming to a close. But we'd like to give both of you the opportunity to say some final words to our listeners. And as always, in due respect, we'll let the ladies go first. Marissa.
1: Thank you, SMA. It's been an honor to be here to shout out to all the great things. Uh, Like Scott said, you can always find us on Facebook. That seems to be the big outlet right now or Instagram. My email is ppausa.familyprograms at gmail.com. As much as I would love to give my cell phone out to the world, I'm pretty sure Scott's going to handle all those incoming calls for both of us. You can also find us on Facebook under MADI, M-A-R-I, Family Programs, and you will see it is a public Facebook page that we always post the things that we're doing in the community. And so we look forward to welcoming any volunteers. We always look for volunteers. We always look for spouses and families like Scott. So we're looking to have a spouse's briefing because spouses need to know what programs are out there for them, not just the service member. So we appreciate this great platform, SMA and Holly, for having us to tell our story.
0: Thanks, Marissa. Sergeant Major Leland, would you like to share some final thoughts, please, with our listeners?
3: Thank you for this opportunity to share what we're doing. I know every area is a little bit different. And, you know, we have this great community supporting us as well. But I'd just like to thank Marissa, Yvonne, my executive committee out there, Without these guys, gals, it makes it really, really difficult. So having a good backing is enormous. I know some of these chapters, there's only a handful of them, but if they can surround themselves with excellence, the chapter is going to become excellent.
0: Thank you, Sergeant Major. Well, listeners, our time has come to an end to close this edition of Family Voices podcast. All of us here at the Association of the United States Army want to thank Sergeant Major Leeling and Marissa for joining us today and for sharing what our Pikes Peak chapter has to offer. You are inspiring to us all. If you would like to learn more about the Pikes Peak chapter and the impactful things that they are doing, like you just heard throughout this podcast, you can go to their Facebook page, you know, Pikes Peak Chapter AUSA, or go on to AUSA.org and find them through our chapters. I also want to sincerely thank SMA Daily for co-hosting with me today. Thank you, SMA Daily. I just might invite you back to co-host with me again because you did a great job.
2: Well, I appreciate it, and maybe I'll take the offer.
0: Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we have, and we welcome your feedback and recommendations for future subjects. In line with AUSA's overall mission to educate, inform, and connect, the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate is dedicated to providing Army families the tools, resources, and connections needed to manage the ins and outs of military life and to build and enhance resiliency. Let us be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you.
2: And don't forget, you can listen to more great podcasts at AUSA.org. Click on Army Matters Podcast Series. We'll see you again back in the studio next week. For another great podcast
1: to all our listeners thanks for joining us be sure to subscribe to the army matters podcast on itunes and everywhere podcasts are found the army matters podcast series is brought to you by the association of the united states army the u.s army's professional association member supported army connected visit us at ausa.org for more information or to become a member your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. Have a great Army Day. HuA!